Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your host. I am Snarf Chris. That was Sam throwing his belt down. That's Sam Jericho. Uh, every time he, this he comes over to the, the recording studio, I'm like, why are you carrying the belt with you? Why don't you just leave it here? He literally carries the belt everywhere as he goes. I don't carry it everywhere I go. Is it in, in your house. car? Oh, it's in your house? Yeah. I thought you were just like, leaving it in your car so you can show people. It's like, I am the Nerds of the Square Circle champion, uh, yeah. if that means anything to you. I'm no. kind of a big deal. You don't do that? No, I don't do that. You should. Should I do that? <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> There's this great story about... Um... Uh, welcome to everybody, by the way. Yeah, uh, so uh, and, uh, in WCW, when Big Show first became champion, when he was the giant... I've he, heard this story, he, yeah. Um, Hulk Hogan, once he won at backstage, was like, so now that you're champion, you, know, you represent the company, so you gotta, you got to carry your championship around all the time, really show it off, let people you know, advertise the company. So they get to the next show, and he's like at the airport, like wearing his championship belt on his shoulder. And Sting comes up to him, and is like, "What are you doing?" You <laughs> he's look, just like, you "He's look like, like a jackass. <laughs> you look like an asshole. Take, put that away." And Big Show plays like, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm just, not, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just champion. Yeah, I'm the champion." So anyway, I, I didn't know that. I mean, I, I guess I did know that. It's just you know. Uh, it's interesting to think. Yeah, because I've heard some of the guys say they they don't even they, most of the time they don't even take it home now. Like it, well, yeah. it gets like transferred. I mean, in. it's just a prop. It, it, that's what it is. <laughs> it's 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 the recognition of being put in the position is what the belt is why it's important more than anything else. Um, you get more money because you get put on the main event, that kind of thing. But the belt itself. I mean, yeah. before we get into it, go follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, every other. All the social media All the accounts. social media All the stuff. social medias. Leave us a review. We have lots of people listening to this podcast. We need more reviews. We need we more have reviews. reviews. We want reviews on iTunes. Could leave us five stars. Positive leave reviews. A, leave us an honest re- read up review. I don't like that. I mean, I'm not I'm not telling you not to tell them to give us positive reviews. We only, we want nothing but top tier stuff, but it's just... We I shouldn't ask for positive reviews? Well, it's... I, <laughs> We should be Can like, we not trust people to give their honest feedback in a positive way? Oh yeah, let's let's ask uh, wrestling fans. No offense, everybody listening, to give their positive, honest answer. Well, it would be a nice exercise in a different direction <laughs> than what usually goes on. Uh, go leave us a review. Any podcast app you're using, give us a thumbs up, five stars, howdy duties, whatever it is. I don't know what's out howdy there. Howdy duties. Howdy duties. Um, we also have a merch store. Go buy our shirts and go check out the other podcasts in the network. Someone Nerdy Radio and Future Flicks with Billy. Great podcast. You know what I like about wrestling, in particular, when you reference it to people, like you just said the Howdy Duty. If I brought up Howdy Duty and out of context at work or something like that, I swear some kid near me would come up to me and be like, "Oh, so you were around, like when Howdy Duty was a thing." Like, there's a generation oh that thinks that whatever you talk you're talking about is part of your generation's experience when obviously i was not i couldn't have possibly watched that i know it mostly referencing it from hellboy back to the future or and, hellboy, or hellboy yeah. and things like that yeah i mean and just knowing about it i just think it's weird how there's just this attachment that once you reach a certain age that that's just your generation even though there's no way like that you could have seen it live but no one does that when you're talking about wrestling you can't just i don't bring up like stuff from the 70s when people think, oh, so you watched that back when I was like, no, that... You were 10, you know, 15 back then? The you're 70s. supposed to know your history. <laughs> sure. Wrestling history, I, I, least, I guess. guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So, um, a lot of wrestling stuff. 
this week. There's always a week, lot. Of every wrestling. week is this. There's so there's much so going much on stuff right now. That happens so much. Literally every single week, and it's kind of crazy. Did you? It's watch? the podcast that never. Like it's a podcast subject, and there's a reason there's so many wrestling podcasts. Yeah. There is never a lack of content to talk about. I think that's why it's hard to say that there's too many wrestling podcasts. There's a lot of wrestling. There are a lot. Of We've been over podcasts. that before, yeah. but um, did, did you watch um, uh, Destruction? I didn't even know about it until you told me. You didn't before even we know about recording. the show. I, I I didn't think I knew about it, but you claim you... to be this big New Japan fan now, and you didn't even watch well, part you told one me of their three parts. The main event was uh, Suzuki and Elgin. Yeah, it's uh, so Suzuki I saw some of the highlights from that match. Was not if there was any highlights. I didn't. Well, see anything. it was just it was the first. So um, first, do you think it's weird that do you like the, how New Japan does like multi multiple shows under like one banner? Like it's like this month. Is the destruction shows? Yeah, like it's which like, is, that's weird. Is that weird to you? Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I've I've known about it for a while. It's just I didn't know. I I'm I'm just getting used to the fact that you're it's kind a, of new to year, the program and how I'm all the even, differences they have with it. Uh, these uh, January make a year that I've been watching New Japan, so everything you're still not used is to the it. first time I've yeah. seen it. So, um, so this was one of three shows they're doing like lots of. Like all their live events are like roads to destruction, right? But then like the next three weekends, this past weekend and two coming up, they've got a bunch of big matches signed up coming up for it. Kenny's out for a while, right? Kenny, no. See, that's the thing is that Kenny has been out for but all he's the gonna road be, shows, but he's going to be back for these shows because yeah. he had knee surgery. He's defending the U.S. title against Juice. Oh yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. Yeah, I didn't know that. So this first one though it was it was Minoru Suzuki against um, Michael Elgin. Suzuki's defending his never open weight title belt again in a um, lumberjack death match, which is just a lumberjack, lumberjack match. match. And I'm just really over. I'm not. I've never really been on Suzuki Gun in the sense that it's kind of the similar thing with the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club I just think are cooler. Just the idea of random groups of guys around that just run in and attack everybody. I feel like it's kind of it hurts match quality, especially when you're watching New Japan. You know, it was the first main event all year where it wasn't like this classic five-star main event, which is a very good streak. It just makes it, it seem like it wasn't bad. The show was great. It was just nothing was phenomenal. So it felt weak because nothing was a match of the year candidate on the show, which they've been very stellar about, you know, putting on. So I don't know. Hopefully I, next show will be better. Both of those guys can put on good matches now. I love Michael Elgin. Yeah. He was in um the first Ring of Honor show I ever went to, it was him and Davy Richards in uh at their WrestleMania event show, Showdown in the Sun for WrestleMania twenty eight weekend in Miami. And God that match. That's a great Dave Meltzer, not you know. I feel like Dave Meltzer is a polarizing figure now because he's getting so much recognition because New Japan is becoming bigger and Bola is becoming bigger and Ring of Honor is becoming more noteworthy. Uh, it seems like people are giving him a lot of heat more than they used to. He always has. There's always been a lot of people, you know, none of the wrestlers, a lot of the wrestlers don't like him because he's always criticizing everything and he's not in the business other than just as a critic. But uh, he gave uh, Michael Elgin versus Davey Richards from 2012 he gave five stars was one of the first matches American and uh, that one and like CM Punk and John Cena from like the year before were like the first ones he'd given for anything in the United States in a long time. And he's been doing a lot better since then, but he's very heavily biased towards Japanese. Oh, oh yeah, most yeah. definitely. I, I pretty regularly listen to his podcast when he, the subjects, different parts yeah. here and there. 
Um, and yeah, he's definitely a New Japan fan. So, do you judge things like would you consider Japanese wrestling a different style altogether to the degree where you can't really compare that style to an American wrestling style, or is it too hybrided now where they're kind of enough mixed? WWE in with each? definitely is its own thing. Yeah, I don't like some independent stuff. I'll I'll go up there was like New Japan. Yeah. Um, but WWE is just it's a completely different beast. But would you say that like? You, you you have to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges. You can't like like a uh, women's wrestling. Would you compare a women's match, regardless of how excellent it was, to a men's match? Is that is that a, a, is there a dissent there? I think pretty universally everyone kind of acknowledges that there is. Yeah, I mean there is. Uh, I think there isn't always. Yeah, I mean the so you know the May Young Classic just happened. How was that? Because I didn't watch any of that. You yet. didn't watch any of this. Well, there's my None. point. See, that's what I'm saying. Is that if it was. A men's tournament on the on no, the classic. Well, you didn't I, really I watch didn't, the CWC watch, either. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. What is wrong with you? Don't like tournaments? I do. I like when New Japan does them. You don't watch those either, though. I did watch them. You watched some of them. I watched the whole entire G One. Okay, fine. Like all freaking well, like hundred hours of it on the WWE Network, which is only nine ninety nine a month. Not a sponsor. Um, unless you want a sponsor, and your first month is free. Donna sponsor uh, use the special activation code. So no, I'm just joking. <laughs> so you didn't watch any of the May Young Classic? Didn't watch. I watched the first two matches of the first night. Okay. Why just the first two? I don't know. I like. Did you the... zone out? But that's what I'm asking. Like, it's no, just... no, no, no. I liked it. Okay. I, I just went to bed after that, and I haven't watched it again. Okay. <laughs> I've had a busy couple of weeks, man. But you and... watched Raw and SmackDown and things like that. In kind of passing, it took me all day yesterday to finish Raw. <laughs> And I just finished SmackDown right before you walked in the door. Oh wow! Okay. So we're really selling the excellence of our appreciation. So, SmackDown was really good this what, week, so but we're going to talk about it. Okay, that later, so but. so the May Young Classic they had the finals um, after SmackDown on Tuesday. And it was just it was, that match. It was just that match. It That's was weird. weird. It was um they gave it like a half hour block, and then I guess so that then on the the half hour mark they could start two or five live. They pushed two or five back half an hour. So that could would be live as well. Okay. Yeah. So it's in the arena where they film SmackDown right after SmackDown ends. So yeah, because I saw like um, Warrior's wife and yeah. um, Ronda Rousey was in the audience. And yeah. So they so they, they're all there. For they that. shuffled Vince McMahon out of there so that they could put the giant trophy up and have her. In. But it was weird because there was a little bit of um like Renee Young kind of felt like she was um biding time because I knew they weren't going to do like a twenty thirty minute long finale i mean it was it had a lot of time it was a good match it was Shayna baszler and Kyrie sane who were to me before the term even you know came out they were the two highlights which is different from the cruiserweight classic because in the cruiserweight classic when they announced everybody in it the two names that stood out to me were zach saber jr and kota ibushi whom both made it to the semifinals but i guess because they weren't signing with wwe right there no way they, they both lost yeah so then it was Grand Metal League versus TJ Perkins, and things have been going great for TJP. But that's you know neither here nor there. The uh, this one had so it was the it was the finals were between the two strongest women I feel in the tournament, which was great. Uh, they had a great crowd reaction. They had a great match, and Kyrie Sane won, which I I like the whole spoiler alert, man. Well, you should have watched it. I'm not going to talk about it and then not say what happened. I'm smiling, by the way. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead. Um, and I love Kyrie Sane. She's adorable. And awesome, and her elbow drop is awesome. So I thought it was, I thought it was a great tournament. I loved, you know, um, a lot of the matches. I would rewatch. I've, I've rewatched it since. I really. I'm going to sit down tournament. and watch them all. Um, um, 
it's something interesting and like the first few matches i saw was really good what are them like like do you tune like i'm not really trying to put you i'm not trying to put you on the defensive or anything but just uh where do you stand as far as women's wrestling i don't find it any different long if you're good you're good you're good you're good yeah i i, I don't really care so, I, I don't even like the the whole disconnect in wwe you only get it in all the other promotions of the really disconnecting women and men you like the idea of like men yeah, versus I'm, women? I'm fine and with like that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's lack of a better term. It's fake already. It doesn't make any sense that it's uh, violence against women, but apparently violence on women is okay when other women are doing it. Yeah, well, I mean that's true, and that's true Anything. in society. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean that. that's a, that's that's the thing. It's a weird thing. Uh, I agree with you. I like the whole. Um, just if you're good, you're good. I think Shayna Baszler versus anybody would also be would be awesome. good. Yeah. Um, but WWE is very yeah, yeah. Uh, traditional and a lot of kind of and the they're breaking is, out of it, and I think that is going to be on Raw. Raw, now. yeah. Uh, um, I think the WWE has some great women wrestling yeah. wrestlers. Yeah, I don't think they're always able to show what they can do. Do you think that it like obviously? I think the shine is stronger on women's wrestling in NXT than it is on the main roster. Um. I say that, I mean, they did, you know, highlight Charlotte versus Sasha Banks and a lot mm-hmm, of great stuff. So they had that Hell in a Cell match last year, which I thought was great. Main event. Yeah. yeah um, and honestly, when I was at WrestleMania 32, the match that felt like the biggest match on the show was the triple threat women's match between Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Sasha Banks. Once that promo package ended and the entrances came out and the fever pitch of the audience watching, I felt like this should be the end of the show. Because... I think what followed that was like the Rock Cena promo weird thing with Bray Wyatt. It was Wyatt, the Wyatts, yeah. The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah. Where Baron Corbin won. And then yeah. the Roman Triple H match, which was just flat. No one cared. No one was invested in any of those things. But everyone was invested in that triple threat match. And I think that that says a lot because uh, my brother, for example, tunes like he has seen too many Kelly Kelly matches. He's just he's just tuned out. He he can't get into it. He like the women wrestling. It doesn't matter how strong of a match it Smoke is. Smoke break. It's just yeah, exactly. Yeah. He just won't watch it. He can't invest in it. He won't let himself invest in it, which I don't think is fair. I think no. Can you look at somebody like uh, Sasha, which I think is amazing in the ring. I don't think she always gets to show it. Um, Bailey is good. Yeah, she's really good. Obviously, it's the Oscar. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, they have a lot of great talent. I just think that um, I'm glad that they're give, finally giving them a chance. But I still think that even now. They're still not being given the time. The well, just the. It still feels like it's a gimmick to me, which well, it, which is what they're doing with two of five live too. Is 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 that? It's look at this specialty thing over here, and even though they're giving them more credit, um, I think yeah, by putting Enzo in it and stuff. But yeah, well, I'm just I'm just saying that it needs to feel more canon, and I and I guess part of that with the women in particular is. As you say, that they're not going to have any men on women's matches. Well, it's, it's not a even more that. contained roster. In WWE, they don't even have the roster of women because they separated them to That's do true. it. When they did the when they did the brand expansion expansion the first time, they had one women's title and they had a cruiserweight championship, and they were the exclusive division to one show. See, Raw's that's what I think thing they was do. we have the women's wrestling, and then SmackDown was we have the cruiserweight title. Put women on Raw because there's more time. Uh huh. Do the cruiserweight stuff already because you're already doing it on Tuesday. Well, see, nights but that's anyway. what I'm saying is that that's 
what I'm saying though is that that's saying that they're a specialty act. What I think is that they're already doing that now, so why not? I feel like if they deserve four segments, you should give them four segments and not treat it like, well, here's the women segment and whoever we can fit in there is what it'll be. I don't like that as much. I think that's what's that's what's giving it a bad vibe to me. Whereas like on NXT, it's just whatever we're doing this week to build towards that and if we have three women's matches that's what we do yeah, and you look at something like nxt asuka's the biggest thing there yeah or well was. she was yeah. yeah and it never it never felt forced or anything it was just natural she's the biggest star right there yeah well i mean that's just because nxt is a the place to be it's just different did you hear about um the rumor about who might be going to nxt soon so ooh, you sent me the link i think ricochet yeah. and dragon lee so they Which just had to wait, wait doesn't ricochet have a belt in New Japan. Ricochet is, is one half, tag is team, one right? third of the six man, six man never open okay. weight right. championship. But that belt changes hands yeah, all the time. Weekly. Yeah, yeah, it uh, does. The, so it's not like he's in like a long term singles championship. That belt has actually term. changed twice this year on house shows where in between pay per views had to go find out why that dudes didn't have the belt. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's what that title basically yeah, is yeah. there so is is i think of it as a house show championship because mm-hmm. they're not going to have title for a yeah, house show you yeah. know um because they do lots of tag team matches on house shows and and interlude matches and it's a t- it, it allows you to have title changes and have title matches where it's not going to be a bad thing if a big title changes hands but you can have a title change yeah so the uh the the battle of los angeles pwg do you ever do you ever check out any of the pro wrestling gorilla stuff i've seen i I hear about it all the time because apparently being well they only gorilla show is awesome well they only do shows occasionally it's Mm -hmm. in california in los angeles can't pre-order tickets you have to be there to get them and and they sell out it's this small venue and they refuse to move up or anything like that the dude only wants them to do them there yeah well it's you know because it's Pro, it's guerrilla mm, wrestling, yeah. which I really like, and uh, it only fits like maybe five hundred people, yeah. maybe. But then, like people like Ronda Rousey, celebrities just like because it's a big kind of a happening that people go over there all the time just to check out what's going on. And then every October or fall, because it's September, they have a a big tournament called the Battle of Los Angeles, which always ends in a triple threat match. And I guess. Now it's like whoever wins gets a shot at the championship. It's not a title opportunity kind of thing. And it was uh, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and Ricochet. All three guys are making lots How of waves. How is Ricochet on... even able to do this? I don't know. Because of um. Because of New Japan? No, Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground lets him do it. Really? Well, I mean, they're set in the same place. Uh, and PWG what? doesn't have TV or anything. It's just we just know about it because of it, the where it is and and the star power they oh, attract. It's to it. TV. That's it's what TV, it is. Yeah. He's not allowed to do He's TV not in to America. TV yeah. America. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Um. Well, I, well, apparently. But go ahead. But uh, so Ricochet won. He's the first ever two-time winner, and he did this promo where he wants to challenge um, Chuck Taylor for the belt because he's never been PWG champion, and he wants to. I guess the way I I, I didn't hear the actual promo with the idea that he. Um, before he moves on to better things, bigger and better, bigger things. And better things. He needs to yeah. check it off his list before he moves on, which everyone is kind of speculating means he's going to NXT. Which my reaction is, uh, I always assume at any point someone's going to tell me that Ricochet has signed with NXT. Yeah, I've been saying that for years thing. because it's not even about his style. His he, you know, he's the king of flippy, <laughs> as you know, as after he had that match with Low Spray. But I mean, so was Pack or uh, Neville. That, you know, WWE signs high flyer guys, you know, all the time anyway. But he's also just, he's just got a look. He's, you know, he just looks like a guy 
that WWE could get behind. would sign. Yeah, you know. Um, so other than they're not gonna let him do half the stuff that he does. So but... it's not official that he's he's in, uh, going to WWE, but it seemed it look it's looking like he's going there. Now it was one of those articles you sent me. I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. Because I kind of figured, but the first thing that came up to my mind is his contracts with all these other places. Well, yeah, but that's that is that his, his contract with Lucha Underground ends when season three ends, okay. I think, which is soon. Um, and then I guess he's free to come over. I mean, who's going to be left? It's nice that when they... What's cool about the indie scene and how hot it's been is that as WWE has been kind of poaching people, it's allowing other people to really move up. Guys like Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, who have been wrestling, Marty well, Matt Scroll, Riddle was Marty Scroll, especially like that, and yeah, yeah. Uh, are really able to make big names, and then eventually they'll all be signed. I mean, Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle in particular, other than his clear Rob Van Dam like uh, recreational tendencies, is really the only thing I think stopping him from already being signed by WWE. Because that guy is a poster. That's like that's the guy that I think Vince McMahon would go, yes, give me all of Matt Riddle. And then uh, Dragon Lee stood out to me. What was it? The Super Junior weights, huh? Uh, yeah, he's also supposedly um, in talks or negotiations See, of possibly coming over. And then he's Jack too. He's like a he's like a ripped Kalisto in terms of yeah, his but they, look. They ruin. Um, other than Rey Mysterio Junior, who else have they ever done anything with? Was a guy was a mask, a lucha. Kane was world champion. Yeah, that doesn't count. That doesn't count, <laughs> that doesn't count at all. Um, yeah, and then all the other guys that were masked guys weren't wearing masks when they were in WWE. Nah, like uh, Del Rio. But that's kind of the thing is that they keep trying to fill that lucha market, that that um, Mexican maybe, fan maybe, market. Maybe don't get people that suck. Well, they didn't. I mean, Mystico was fine. It's yeah. just that they kept putting they put him in a full covered mask and then put him in wrestling rings where they dimmed the lights. So a guy who doesn't speak English, who can't see through his mask, is now wrestling in the dark. And then we wonder why he messed up so much. That wasn't really his fault. Uh, Kalisto was not bad. No, Kalisto was fine. I mean, he had the most forgettable feud with Ryback over the U.S. title. They said it on Raw uh, that he was um, a former U.S. champion. I was like, oh my god, oh, he, yeah, was. he was. Yeah. And it was recently, too. Ryback talks about him a lot on his podcast. Yeah? Like, a lot. He, he said he liked working with him. Yeah. But he just hated being on the uh, uh, pre-show show all yeah, the time. Yeah, he was so. the king of pre-shows. Um... Yeah, Dragon Lee stood out to me in that tournament, so I, I would be cool seeing him. I'm just, I would rather him go to NXT so they can actually kind of build him up. I, I guess. Well, that's what everybody's supposed to go to NXT. Um, that's the, I almost think it's better if you don't go to NXT because what happens is you go to NXT, they build you up with such strong character development, and then once, when you get to the main roster, they don't want to do any of it yeah, over once again. Vince got their hands in you; they ruin you. I don't. That's a what. That's an arguable debatable? point. That's oh, debatable. Oh, oh. I think that's debatable. Kevin Owens is maybe the the obvious. Um, there's Finn Balor. Oh, there's Finn Balor. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. There are people that that have risen. That's what I've told you this before. Is what they they like All to the give you nothing, too. and then you got exactly they they you have to rise above. It's a stupid stupid way of looking at things, but it's always trial by fire. I don't know. Uh, I think NXT is good. I think it's going to be good for, like, I'm looking forward to the Adam Cole stuff. I think they have a name, too. I don't remember what it was. The Shield? Part 2? The NW, Nexus. NWO. The Nexus. The Union. The Union. Is it the Union? Oh, I don't know what it is. It's something like that. Is it the Union? Yeah, it's if it's the Union, I swear to God. It's like the Undisputed hilarious. or something like that. Okay. Code of Honor? The Honorable Ones? It's like the, <laughs> the Undisputed Next champion i don't know somebody let me know i'll google it before you let me know anyway but you don't watch nxt 
think even, I watched, even even I think when I watched, you watched, I missed, even when you I watched, have not missed, missed an episode of NXT since Adam Cole came back. Even though he hasn't been on every episode. No, well, I'm but still you're, watching. you're waiting, yeah. looking for him to come out of the. You um, never know when he's going to show I'm up. I'm watching it's good. I watched it before. I just stopped watching it. Come on, super kick people. Adam Cole, baby. God. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. <laughs> and we're going to come back and talk about uh, Raw and SmackDown. Raw from this and week. SmackDown. Sin City SmackDown. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, you have to say Sin City SmackDown. Yeah. Sin City SmackDown. Sorry. Say that five times fast. Um, we'll be right back. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. back we are back what are we gonna talk about you want to talk about raw do you want to talk about your boy roman yeah yeah did yeah. a good job this week did he yeah is that so. your opinion yeah i don't know are you sick of it already i liked his match with um with jason yeah well his matches are never the problem his so. match felt like he was the bad guy he like not playing like the, the bad, bad guy, guy but yeah. that he is a bad guy yeah. which is fine um it's just weird because they don't acknowledge it at all. I think that the weirdest thing about Roman Reigns is Michael Cole. It's yeah. the commentary. Yeah, if you ignore the commentary, it all works. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fine. But then you got the commentary saying there's stupid stuff about him. Yeah. Like Kevin is a bad guy, and regardless of the audience cheers him, you just listen to what he says, and you know that he's a bag. Yeah. And the audience, and then the commentary are like, he's an asshole, so then you accept it as well. Roman's the only one that seems like it's a confliction of even what he's doing compared to what the announcers are saying about him. Like, it's as if, like, there's a disconnect between, like, you know, you'll be the heel in the audience, but we'll tell the home, the people watching at home something different. You said something earlier, which is something that they're doing a lot of on Raw, especially, is breaking that third wall. I guess it's like, it's that force, it's like that... Fourth wall, yeah, not that, third wall. That fourth writ, wall. That written shoot. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, it feels like they had a writing meeting where someone stood up and was like, try and work as many insider terms into the promos as possible. Try to read every, write every rumor yeah. or any of us nerds, what do we say? Oh, we're going to go make the wrestlers say that. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. Do you like that? It is the reality era, as Triple H dubbed it a couple years ago. It would be fine if it was every once in a while. Yeah. So now we have three weeks of it, and they're adding on to it was the yeah. Enzo and Miz stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as Miz came out, and congratulations to Miz and Maurice for having a kid. Um, yeah, I was so happy about that. Um, they've been together for a long time. I don't know how long. I don't know when they actually got married, but I do know that 
Miz and her basically started flirting or starting something when she came, auditioned for um, the Diva Search. So from the beginning, from like which was like in two thousand six or seven, wow. something like that. He was one of the judges, like on who was going to make it. I really like Miz. I like Miz in real life too. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's grown a lot as a lot of as a person. The the Miz he's that a completely is, the, different today dude is now. very yeah, different yeah. than he used to be because I watched him on Real World. The Real World, yeah, I did God. Too. Yeah. I tried to find the other day. I tried to find the episode of the Miz and Coral on the Real World where he says something. I don't even remember what it was. He says something that I think was racist, and then Coral gets on him about it, and then he feels bad, and then he tries to talk to some of the other people in the house about like about his ignorance and trying to get better about it, and then Coral still is upset at him, and then the whole house kind of turns on Coral, saying, like, he's maybe ignorant, but he's trying to be better about it so that he's not, and so if you just kind of, like, label him as this ignorant fool... And don't try to help him be better than that. Then you're no different than him. That you're just you're just ignore. You're not helping the situation. And there was a very this is all very controversial stuff. And I can't find footage of it nice. anywhere. WWE like it doesn't. That's what I imagine. Probably be that something like that. So anyway, there was Ms. TV. They announced that they're pregnant. And then Enzo's music hits, and I instantly turned around to my wife and was like. Miz is about to say every single thing that the internet is saying right now when about that, Enzo. When did Miz TV turn into that? That's what they do with Miz now. Yeah. they want something terrible said to one of the wrestlers, like, oh, Miz will do it. But isn't that weird that that's, like, his yeah. thing now? Yeah, it is He did weird. it with Daniel Bryan yeah. on Talking Smack. He did it with Dolph Ziggler. He's done he it, with it with every John single Cena. body that comes on Miz he TV. He did it with Dean Ambrose, and it always is like, ah, man. I'm and he's fine getting with cheered. It. For the first time, Miz is getting, like, heel cheer. Mm-hmm. Like, you know... He kind of got it when he first turned, like, when he was U.S. champion, he was money in the bank. He kind of got a little bit of people behind him. But right now is the most I've ever felt like Miz was over. There's people behind which him. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because the Miz was used to be that guy that, like, no one, like, Miz was the, you're, we're not booing because you're a bad guy. We're booing because we want you to stop being on TV. And now he's, like, he's it's a highlight of the show. So much so that there, I've read a few different places that he will probably be getting moved up to the main event stuff. Which uh, he, which is fine. Him, yeah. yeah, I'm completely fine with that. Against who though, Braun or or <laughs> Brock Lesnar? I don't know. Either. No, I, I mean, think I the belts need to come out on those two guys just so anybody else can start competing with it. But um, yeah, but Enzo comes out and Miz says every single thing everybody's been rumoring about online that nobody likes him well then he got kicked out of the they brought up that he got kicked out of the locker room and stuff like that which is not which is interesting it's weird when they do it with guys that are so over like when john cena and roman are getting the reaction on tv that they are like he's supposed to be liked, but then everybody's booing him which is going against the story so you assume that that means that the people in the audience are smart to what's going on so you bring it up enzo regardless of all the backstage heat has been getting cheered all the time. All the time. And apparently merchandise sells out the ass and everything else, so they're not going to get rid of him. So to bring it up in front of the audience, which is not turning so on him, how, seems harsh. It's, I mean, it's because... Are you trying no to get one, people to turn on him now? Because they... Well, I mean, if no one backstage <laughs> likes him, maybe. You know? That doesn't seem like a very nice thing to do. It doesn't seem like a good w, business decision But that's to do. what WWE... I know that's what they do. They cut the legs out of people all the time. Right, right, right. Well, putting him on 205, I think it's terrible for him. It's just going to show his weakness as a wrestler, which this match as with Miz... As opposed to put his weaknesses as a wrestler against the main roster on Raw? Yeah. Well, this, the I don't same think he thing, should be a wrestler. He sh- I don't you don't think, think he should be a wrestler? No, I think he should be a uh, manager 
a voice piece. I, I exactly what he should be. He's not. He sucks. Well, that's a. I'm not saying he's. This a isn't great debatable. Wrestler. No, he's not a great wrestler. But he's... there are a lot of wrestlers who are very one successful. Other wrestler not... that's on the roster right now. This is a different roster than I'm just. I'm, I'm, I'm talking, talking about the roster but, right but now. I'm saying Enzo Amore is not like that, and I think that that I like him because he's different. Because he's not. You're never every match with Enzo Amore is going to be different than a match you see with somebody else. I don't know. Now you can say like, yeah, because it's going to be bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's what, you know. it's just different levels of bad coming from him. Because look at the match with him and Miz. So even if it he's just even like a, a match, even if he's just a glorified jobber, it's one thing you get to see someone beat the crap out of someone every week. Yeah, well, we talked about that. I don't. I don't. I like James Ellsworth too. So, yeah, this you know. is true. This is so, true. You know. So your taste is completely. I off. just like I like seeing different things, especially with WWE, where I have no confidence that I'm going to see like a five star classic nice. wrestling match. I just because it's just not what they it's do. Not happen, that's not yeah. what they do. That's not. That's never been what they do. It's. It's. I. People should be more appreciative that they even give you that. Which is saying look, something. Look, I, I don't hate Enzo. I, I, I actually kind of dig the character. It, it's entertaining. It is different. I, I feel that Cass and Enzo, when they were together, was something that would have fit really well into the Attitude Era. Just their, everything about them. Because yeah, they're a ripoff of... They're a combination of if Test and Scotty Tuhati were attacked. Yeah, yeah. And I, then they had a child with the New Age Outlaws. Yeah, kind of. That's what they are. But I think they... Which would've... I thought about when he was ripping... When Enzo was mis- ripping on Miz for being... For stealing all of his, all stuff, his stuff. Which yeah. I hate that because yeah. everybody That's steals every stuff from everything. Yeah. And I, you could have said the same thing at Enzo. So, you know. Uh, Miz's stuff on Enzo was way better and way harsher yeah, than any of the it, stuff Enzo said to Because it's the stuff... Even if it's not true, what Miz says... There's parts of it that we've all heard, so he's like, oh, crap, he's saying true things. Yeah. So there's a little bit of realism there. So that goes back to our original conversation. What decision got made in WWE where they're like, all right, we're going to start using dirt sheets and make them storylines? It's weird. It. I think the weirdest part about it is that when something like that happens, it makes you think that the company's going in a different direction, that this is going to be the kind of basis for what they're doing but then you also had jason jordan on the show who is you know kurt angle's Angle's illegitimate son son, (laughs) which is not true at all so it's just you you mean it's not true and braun Strowman did not actually throw big show through a cage that broke broke or flipped over an ambulance and And big show's getting a hip surgery so when brock lesnar germaned braun and he just rolled through and just landed on his feet out of that was awesome yeah that was pretty awesome yeah Man, how did they do this with braun like i was thinking about this the a other year day. ago a he's year been on the roster for two years and a year ago and a year ago Everybody no one like, liked him at all i remember when he was getting talked about and it's like they're gonna put him in a match with brock lesnar i was like oh crap they can't do that yeah. he sucks yeah and then all of a sudden a year later i'm like oh i can't wait to watch this match we're gonna talk about that next week. Yeah, I realize next that, week, but, but that, I just don't understand who's gonna win in that match. Uh, I don't know. See, but whatever they did with him, they need to be keep it up. Like, good job. Yeah, we need to commend them on Braun Strowman's development. I wish I don't know why they can't do it with everybody. I don't know. Has there ever been a wrestler that got that quickly pushed where the audience is behind this bad? I mean, there's always been the guys that go up to the top really quick. I never hear anybody say anything bad about Braun. Yeah, which is rare. Considering how green that not he used is, to be yeah. the case, no one said anything when they were pushing him. No one had said anything bad about him. It was no, like, it was just like Braun it's way was too just early. kind of there. He's he's new, and then everyone's like, "Well, they're going to push him now." I mean, even Undertaker, he was supposed to fight Undertaker at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's like, right. Nope. That's right. Yeah, 
that's not cool. And then they were like, okay, well, we'll let you fight Shane. You Will you lose to him? And he went, <laughs> no. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I hope two years from now, Kevin uh, Owens headbutts you in the head so hard that he busts you oh, over. God. Let's go ahead and go and to that, that came actually. true. So let's go to SmackDown Live. So we'll oh, just, my God. We'll, we'll go back. But I want to talk about the, the last thing, obviously, the biggest part of the night. Kevin Owens really headbutted Vince McMahon. Oh, and this puts us in respect. Vince McMahon oh, is 72 years old. Oh, man. I know. 72 years old. He's, he might be 73. No, I, I, just, when I looked it up. I looked it up while He's I was 72. watching it. I'm like, how old is he? 80? Do you know how I, I keep track of how old Vince McMahon was? Is that they did uh, a vignette about a bunch of like documentaries talking about his match with Shawn Michaels. And they always mention, because he was on the cover of Muscle and Fitness, and everyone was talking about how he was 62 when he was on the cover of Muscle and Fitness, and how good he looked for someone that was 62. And that happened right before his match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, where he jumped off the ladder and he yeah, was like yeah, inside yeah. the garbage yeah. can. So I just look, okay, so he was seven, he was 62 during this show, which means he's that old now, which is crazy. He's never been young since he oh, started no. taking I bumps. That. I know that. Like, like you know, he was fifty when he, he started his taking 50s bumps. When he started doing all this stuff, so it's not like he's been doing this forever. When it was okay, like it was okay then, but he does not look how he used to. He looks, you know, I don't want to say he looks bad. No, he he looks great for a seventy-two-year-old man. Seventy-two-year-old man, but he's um, a seventy-two-year-old man. Yeah, that took a headbutt, not just like a little weak headbutt either, a headbutt. God damn. Busted him. Kevin didn't get busted open. No. McMahon got busted I open. Because I even rewinded. I was like, did he Did he blade? I was like, there's there was no, no time. time. There's no time. <laughs> he got busted open by Kevin Owens' head. Yeah. He and, had, and Vince is, is notorious for that, though, because Vince knows that he um, is not someone who's supposed to be a wrestler. Some There are a lot of people that, criti- that criticize Shane McMahon's attack on Kevin because the idea is that you're an old man who's an authority figure who's now on the level of a of one of the superstars. So that makes the superstars arguably look weak. I don't think Shane McMahon's a part-time wrestler. He does all the things that bother me. But the idea that Vince, like, so Vince versus Stone Cold should not even come close. Right. The You know, like, that's the idea is that Vince shouldn't have no chance no pun intended, no against chance. anybody. He always, from what I understand, tells people to not pull anything because it needs to look good because you're going to look like crap if you don't you, look yeah, like yeah. you're kicking my ass. Does like that translate when, into really headbutting me? Well, I mean, like, did you see uh, a few years ago when, she, when Randy Orton uh, did his punt on him? It's like when you look at him kicking, they slow it down. And you see how hard it kicks it. You get, it's like it feels like right before it happened, he got in Randy Orton's ear and was like, you, you better kick, kick my head off yeah. and it was that same kind of thing when they were that handshake it was almost like a you're gonna you're gonna yeah, it might have been this, what he was you know, telling like, him he's like you better you better make it because you good. can't hear what they're saying like hit me in the f-ing head and it comes you know like it's Vince man you you signed my paychecks <laughs> you literally signed my paychecks there are only so many people that have ever been in like a promo with Vince McMahon he only comes out every so often now and, and I heard this was because of the ratings uh went slumped on Smackdown a little bit every time Vince McMahon comes uh-huh. out that's usually yeah. why. So they're trying to get the ratings back on SmackDown. Oh boy! Well, dude. I mean, I I was saying I wish he wouldn't do stuff like because I'm watching it and he's 72 years old and then there was the headbutt and I'm like, all right, leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> so and then he he punched him, super kicked, kicked him, him, super kicked him, and then frog, frog splashed, splashed him. him. The frog splash so never touched him, but it's he's 72 years old. I'm like, holy crap! He 
like what is the rating so bad that he had to come and do this and congratulations to kevin owens for just being involved in the storyline because they don't do this for they only do this for guys they really like and it's i know been, that's what i was thinking that's yeah. what i was trying to get at that the the fact that he had a segment with that kevin owens had a segment with vince mcmahon alone mm-hmm. was all awesome. by himself yeah. but i think it really put such a stamp on kevin which it was such a weird moment for me because that was kind of happening because I've, I've always said that I love Kevin Owens and the last few weeks, the idea of him, the, his, everything about him, he's so unconventional in his appearance compared to everybody else that he feels kind of like a punk, like a guy that's not supposed to be doing what he does is, is what he's doing. So when his character does the same thing, he runs in, he puts on the referee shirts, he beats up the referees, he complains, he goes against what's going on. He's the perfect, his, his character is so perfect to be put in an anti-authority kind of role. And as great as it was with Shane, and it will be, I, you know, the, the, the hell yeah. with Vince, Vince is the boss, you know, he's the character of the boss, but it's like you actually are being told to headbutt your boss and then he did it he could have you know arguably in the back of your head you'd be like, he could have said it. no yeah. he could have done something else and he was like no i'm you know like okay i'll do it and headbutted and more Vince to the McMahon. point this mood kevin owens back where oh i like him more yeah to the like heartless i was talking destroy. about it when he was when he was universal champion and he it as much as i liked him with chris i, did I didn't like that his story was Jokey his stick with yeah. chris and that he was kind of a comical character and then he was always kind of the joke it was always like obviously seth will be kevin obviously roman will be kevin obviously goldberg will be kevin and then what goldberg did mm-hmm. it made him seem so non-threatening it felt like they didn't really follow up enough on when triple h gave him the belt that that right i that felt like a two-part moment when Triple H did that, that it was like, it was a turn on Seth, so Seth could turn babyface and set up that rivalry. But also that our new guy is Kevin, and I like Kevin, and then they never really did anything with it. And we thought when he was wearing his suits around WrestleMania and Samoa Joe's with Triple H, it seemed like they might be doing some kind of Faction group thing. thing with that. But then they moved Kevin over to SmackDown. He's been kind of, I don't want to say floundering, he's been, you know, main yeah, eventing TV top, show yeah. episodes yeah. and he's been US champion, stuff like that. But this, more than anything, really shows like, like you this know, is the guy we're behind. Arguably, you know, that you know, Baron was supposed to be the new top heel. Which I remember when they said that, I was like, why are they why are they going to make Baron the top heel? They've got Kevin. Mm-hmm. They've got their top heel right there. This literally could be the Kevin Owens show, and if they just get behind him, I think it would make it non, um, non miss television. Because if you have a character where you don't know what they're going to do. You have to watch what's going to happen next, yeah. regardless of what it is. So if Kevin Owens headbutts Mr. McMahon, next week's like, okay, so what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What it's the whole Stone do? Cold thing. That's, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to compare it to Stone Cold because it's not exactly the same but it, thing, but in a way that, it you, is. You tuned in every week to see yeah. what Stone Cold is going to do to Vince. You know? They're doing the similar thing with Braun Strowman, where he keeps having these matches where he's doing these crazy things that you've never seen before. So you turn, tune in the next week to see what this monster is going to do. So that was awesome. Even if the show sucked... This moment would have saved it. And then it wasn't. But the show was really yeah. good. I thought um, so AJ Oose, and Ty was okay. Oh, yeah. It was good. AJ and um, Ty was really good. It didn't uh, get a good finish because of Baron interfering. Yeah, like yeah I'm sick. Of, I, I don't like Baron. I, I've never liked I don't. Baron. I'm even mad that I kind of was pissed off that he got screwed out of the money in the bank. See, that's what I was. I was like, like I don't care. If he disappeared tomorrow, I wouldn't care at all. That's the whole thing about like, I don't like the whole everybody gets their turn. Not everybody gets a turn. And if you... Are, if they're going with someone and they realize, eh, f- this guy, 
I say, say screw it and not go. Well, we already, you know. You know what I want to we, happen we, next we were week? Supposed to give I him want the him briefcase. to get into a rivalry with Tyler Breeze, and Tyler Breeze stomps him <laughs> every week. I mean, that kind of is his thing where he gets in rivalries with people that are he, smaller than yeah. him, and then they beat him. I'm completely fine with that. That's why I want him to go next. Now, this is leading to him versus AJ. At, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't care. Like, I don't care about that match. I care about AJ being in the match, obviously. Yeah. But I don't care about Baron Corbin. I mean, if anybody's going to pull a, a good match out of Baron Corbin, it's AJ. It'll be, well, that's that's not even fair. But that can be like a test, too. Is that, you know, if you like, can't, hey, if he, you can't have a good match here. If you don't have a good... Like, if they have a match... If he has a match with AJ, and it's not good, good. that's bad. No, it doesn't even have to... Yeah, it would have to be good. Cause that's what I'm saying. Like, it has to be... Yeah. All, because if it's bad... I think AJ at this point has developed enough a reputation with everybody to go like, yeah. well, this guy can just go out there and wrestle a broom. Yeah, most of And once you have that kind of... Um, people start getting thrown at you for test. The other people... The other people are testing. Yeah. Also, on the list of people, I just... No matter how hard they try, I care less and less every weekday is coming out, especially with this stiff. Uh, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. With Dolph Ziggler. It's, already, it's only been two so, weeks. It's been two weeks and you're so, already over? So flat to me, man. It's so flat. The audience is flat on it. When he first said... He doesn't even barely even feel like he's really into it. It's flat. When Dolph first said that he needed a new gimmick, or that he said that he knew exactly what he needed to do to get over, I thought that that was the last time we were going to see him on SmackDown. I thought he was going to show up on NXT. Yeah. Or That's just what I thought go was away for a while. And I think that, that would work. I mean, imagine if that was his gimmick in NXT, that he was there as the elitist WWE guy yeah. who's only here to get his, like, his bulb polished again yeah, to get, to, just to go that back. That would have been awesome. Like, imagine how much you would hate that guy, yeah. you know? But now we got him half-heartedly coming out and stealing other people's interests, aggravating everybody. Not even heat heat, like heel heat. Well, it's it's a long-term heel heat <sighs> Sure, process. and then walking off. Yeah. Never no comeuppance, no no nothing. But nothing too, comes out got, of it. That's a it's that's what I'm saying. Like those kinds of angles are are almost it's so obvious what's going on that it, it it rubs you. It's like I get it right away. You can move on. But the whole point is to be a later payoff. And I don't think I don't think going to be invested. I don't with it think enough. anybody's going to care whenever the payoffs there. I really I don't, I don't nobody's going to care. What if he just turns into like Damian Sandow? Where he's just like, then he just starts doing his gimmicks, and that's just what he does. I don't know. I might it's like got, that. It's better than that. I mean, I like know. Damian Sandow, so that's a that's a terrible example. I like. Um, I mean, did you like Damian Sandow, or did you really like Damian Mizdow? I like that. I like Sandow. I, I really did. I didn't. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, I I don't know. There's still rumors that he's leaving in October, which he might be. Which um, might be why he's acting like he's over it. Like hey. he doesn't feel like his heart's in it. No, not at all. Um, it's like I'm telling you, it's flat. It's it, yeah. it, it's all flat. It's like go do this. Okay, uh, you're is, my boss. He's 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 a nice guy. I see. I, I like him. I like. Yeah. I really do like him, and I think he's good in the ring. But the things that are coming out of his mouth is like, oh, I'm the best at what I do in that ring. Nobody can do what I do in that ring, and I can't remember the last time he's won a match. Yeah. Like that character doesn't but make that's, any sense. But that's the point: is that heels lie. Is that he's saying that he's the best, and the idea is supposed just, to be to me. It just makes well, it look not, stupid. But and, I think yeah. that. But it's coming off the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. So I'm done with it. Even the second weekend, and I'm like, please never do this again. Because it's still it's... a good show. No, it, it didn't okay. take away from the show. No. So then you go to the New Day and Usos, which is obviously that uh, match the match of the night. So the Usos and the New Day, and they just been it. knocking it out. 
pretty much they're always the match of the night. I actually am hoping that it's not over. No, I no, no. I don't want it over. Back. I think they're going to trade the belts back and forth. That, and I'm fine with all that. the way through just, Hell in a Cell. Just keep keep on going. Oh, is it? Do a rematch at Hell in a Cell in the in, in the, the Hell in a Cell. Yeah, do a Hell in a Cell match. Um, They've never had a tag team. No, they have, but I mean, like when they were, they were just like you know, there's like the dx versus the mcmahons i don't know if that counts as like a tag team match yeah but do it in hell in a cell do a rematch um no it was good it was really good actually yeah. uh, i was pretty happy with it that was definitely in the match of the night I'm, I'm pretty sure i don't know when it's gonna happen but i think i'm pretty sure i know how it'll happen because the new day are the kind of group where they're so positive that they're the kind of group that when they inevitably break up it's gonna be one of those why why yeah, did this yeah, happen? Yeah. And the way you do a Y angle is that you just it's it's basically where someone turns for no reason out of mm-hmm. nowhere. It's like a like the Kevin on Chris during the festival of friendship, where they're gonna be like in the middle of the because and then do the and then instead of like saying New Day sucks like Big E just like clotheslines both guys or something stupid like that. It's gotta be Big E or who do you think would turn on him? It would have to be Big E, I think. I'm saying this because. I, I know that the rumors that they want the New Day to be like the longest reigning tag champ, yeah, like the most have the most tag title wins, which means that they'll go on. But I think once the team, once a team, you can only achieve so many things as a tag team in the WWE. Possibly, yeah. I mean, you're you're right, but I don't want to see they work together well. If they can get back together another, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, they're wearing up, 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 down, down. I love, down yeah, I like their up, up, down, down. So. Um, I actually think they're gonna go into. I think after the Usos, one of these teams is going to go to uh, Shelton Benjamin and um, uh, Chad Gable. Yeah, I, I love imagine, that team. So. And then I guess, see, this thing, they keep adding another team, and then they break up one of the other ones. Because apparently, what, Zack Ryder and Mojo Raleigh are... I like Zack as a solo losing. guy, so I like Zack. Because you don't like Mojo? I hate Mojo. Because nobody likes yeah, Mojo. Nobody likes Mojo. And he's fine. He disaggregates me. So yeah. He's fine in the ring. Is it because he doesn't get hyped? He stays, he stays hyped. hyped. He's like me. He's too much like me. That's what it is. Because he's always hyped. <laughs> and then uh, the car, the, uh, the the Natalia Naomi match was great. I like yeah, the idea fine. of them yeah. booking Natalia strong. Yeah. I think um, this is something they should have probably been starting to do a few yeah. months ago. But I don't know. I don't know what's going on with. I mean, I know what's been been going on with Charlotte recently. Right, right, right. Which you know, God bless Ric Flair. I'm glad he's doing better. Um. But is like, there only three, what happened three with girls? Charlotte? What there... happened to Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte's fine to be off the TV. Is there only but three I'm just saying, girls like Charlotte on a year ago was like the woman where I was like, for the love of God, bring Asuka up and have her fight Charlotte. Yeah. Like that was a dream match. I still think they're going to do that. But the, but at this point, does it... Is it yeah, it still it, matters. I know, but it's not going to matter as much because they, they kind of... I feel like they killed off Charlotte. She needs to come back and just get another... Go on a tear. Yeah, I agree. I think that's probably what will happen. Because they have to, she hasn't done anything since she went to SmackDown at all. No, yeah. I know. They moved her and like, okay. And I understand that like she was over, so they they need to get other people over. I understand the focusing on other people, but it's just I I don't understand why that has to then mean that they can't focus at all on Charlotte. Oh, and Nikki Bella is gonna be on Dancing with the Stars this year. Why? Did, why so I'm did, gonna watch that. Why did you tell me that? You're gonna watch it too. I don't want to. I don't want to watch Total Bellas. I don't want to watch Total Divas. Actually, Alexa Bliss is on Total Divas, so I might is watch she? Her. She's yeah, she's like oh, she's gonna be on the new season. I'm watching it. Oh my god, because because I, I miss, watch it anyway. It's because so. I miss Buddy Murphy, and apparently that's the only way I'm gonna get to see him because he's not on NXT. I don't know what they're doing with him. I don't know if he's injured. Yeah, what happened? They ever since they I broke didn't up, like, they I didn't went really away. like Blake. Is Buddy Murphy is actually more solid than anyone gives him credit. Is any one of them on NXT anymore? No, I haven't seen either of them in a while. Ever since they broke up, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. 
Oh, speaking of NXT last week, uh, Chris Hero. God, I guess that was Cassius Cassius Ono. And uh, Kevin Owens versus Cassius Ono versus Kyle O'Reilly in a knockout match at WWE Fastlane over the line part two down the street line i forgot where i was going chicago was chicago so we're gonna go ahead and go start closing i don't remember oh his match last week was um cashizono and uh and uh kenta and chris hero had a match yeah cashizono and (laughs) really good awesome yeah it was really good yeah like really really good i forget how good chris hero is they they've been again when they brought him in I went to his last Evolve show, Chris Hero, before he got signed, because he was going back to WWE, which was great, because I knew it had to be something positive, because he left on bad terms with right. them. So if he's going back, they had to have had like a big Fixed powwow, yeah, yeah, yeah. talked about a lot of things, and at least felt like they were going to do something with him. And then he came back, and he had like a TV match with, with Bobby Roode, like right away, where he lost, he didn't win the belt, and then they haven't really done anything with him. And yeah. I don't know if he was like nursing an injury... I kind of thought that was a work, but maybe it was he really was injured. I think he was, um, from what I remember. That's fine. I think it's slow build again for him. Then he brings Cesaro back to NXT and let him tag team with him for a little while. Uh, I miss the Kings of Wrestling. I know that they were never supposed to be an official tag team. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but they... But the NXT stuff's really good. I'm, I'm still trying to catch up on... There's, like, new people I haven't seen at all. So what's the best What's the best thing WWE is doing right now? The NXT. Young Classic is over. There's NXT. NXT. Raw and SmackDown. Uh, and people NXT have not been feeling NXT until until recently because of the because Drew McIntyre and and Adam Cole has kind of put another vibe back into the division. I don't know what they're going to do with the women's title now that uh, Oscar's vacated it. There was con- I think that they were Moon. Cons- yeah, probably. Amber I mean, Moon. she'll probably she seems like the top one right, um, right now. And there's that. I uh, really like Nikki Cross. Which one is she? Uh, the Demi girl May? in Insanity. In no, no. Um, Daria. Is that her name? Or are you talking about the girl that was in um, the Mayan Classic? No. You're talking about the the, the this, like the boxer, yeah, the, the kickboxer, boxer boxer? yeah, yeah, Dara. She was on. Okay. She was like from Tough Enough. Okay. All right. Yeah, she's yeah. good too. Yeah. She's actually really good. And then the girl from Same Indies good. I don't care. They got a lot of. They all got a lot of good women. Yeah. So, NXT. Um, go so, NXT. Go NXT. I thought SmackDown really. SmackDown was really, really good. Took, it was took, definitely the best show this week. The big show. The best show this week, I think, was was. I haven't Smackdown watched NXT yet, yet, but because it's the Kevin Owens show. His Everything that Kevin Owens suggested for the show, I hilarious. agreed with. I liked Tom Phillips and Baron Corbin and, uh, in the same suit. Byron Saxon wearing one suit. Firing Sami Zayn seems a little harsh, but okay. But I like story continuity. That's the first thing he would do, um, <laughs> because that what else should he, be the first. He thing asked he uh, Aiden English to sing the theme song. Yeah, uh, I love Aiden English. But yeah, no, that's gonna get to happen now because he doesn't get to sue the WWE. Yeah, how does that work? I like though? that. That that's the like, explanation. You that, can't like, sue me because no I'm one, gonna give you a match. But I like the idea that like the idea is no one can, no one does sue WWE because they know that Vince would would drag it out and they just can't afford it. So instead, which they're is gonna all have true, a match. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> so, they're gonna have a hell in a cell match. So which anyway, I said hell in a cell, yeah, Shane yeah, yeah, yeah. and Kevin. It's gonna be awesome. Go ahead and start. Thank closing. you for listening to Somewhat Nerdies. Nerds of the Squared Circle podcast. Thank you very much. Um, like I said at the beginning say of that, the podcast, Chris. Say, thank try you. that again. Say that again. You say what I said. Shut up. Uh, go leave us a review. Uh, iTunes that five so stars. Harsh, so mean. Shut up. Shut why, the f- up. Why are you being so mean? What is wrong with you? Go leave Such us a review. Hostility. Um, like I said, our numbers continue to go up, so we really do appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. We really enjoy doing it. Uh, it is a highlight of my week every yeah, single week. I look forward to this every week. Um, so uh, thank you. For listening, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, any other social media. You know what I'd like to ask? I'd like to ask the listeners to do. This doesn't happen on the internet enough. 
I think people should tell us what they think we're doing wrong and let us know what we can do to fix it. Good God. That doesn't happen very often. It doesn't, but I'm fine with that because I don't give what hurt or really care what you think. I'm joking. Yeah, we don't have to listen. I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to know. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you can email that to us at um, somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com or write that in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com or uh, under the episode on SoundCloud. We do have a SoundCloud account I forget about constantly. Yep. So, go follow us there. Too. Check out our Instagram. Check out our Facebook check out everything all of our we don't have a twitter really yeah we have a twitter we have a twitter yeah we have a twitter anyway we've been your host i am snarf chris i don't tweet so i'm star i'm i'm not Snarf. you're chris. not Snarf I'm chris Sanger. that's yeah. safe you're Snarf chris guys neither one of us can talk today yeah uh not anyway very, that's not a good quality to have yeah on a podcast yeah, uh so well, join us next week while we do our predictions for no, no mercy. mercy oh we're coming up on prediction month because yeah. i hate october too many WWE papers. It's like for the next two months. I think every other week we either have a prediction show or a review show. Which is fine. I'm, I'm looking forward to multiple title defenses. All right. We'll see y'all next week.